All right. Hey, well, let's have a word of prayer. How's everybody tonight? Pretty good? All right. Hey, you guys can be seated. Let's, let's pray, though. Father, we just thank you for tonight, those songs that we've sung, just focusing our minds, focusing our hearts on you. And we pray now uh, that we would learn your word, that we would understand it well uh, for our own lives where we are right now. And uh, Lord, just, uh, just speak as only you can speak. I pray for just a liberty and a freedom to preach your word. And we pray this in your name. Amen. All right. Well, how many of you love a good night of sleep? How many of you struggle to get a good night of sleep sometimes? Oh, isn't that frustrating when you wake up in the night? Well, well, you know, let me tell you, sleep is a high priority in this American culture, is it not? You got sleep number mattresses, memory foam mattresses, memory foam bed toppers. You got wedge pillows, my pillow, memory foam pillows, polyfill pillows, microbead pillows, contoured neck pillows, temperature regulated pillow pads, blackout drapes, light blocking sleep masks, essential oil diffusers, white noise machines, and weighted, black, and weighted blankets to stimulate the feeling of a warm embrace, thereby releasing serotonin and melatonin for a stress-free night of slumber. <laughs> Do you think Americans want a good night of sleep? Okay, sleep is good, is it not? But too much of a good thing can be bad. Too much of a good thing can be bad. For Pilgrim, he's on the way to the celestial city. We've been studying Pilgrim's progress. And really not just the book, but the scripture behind the book. And so he's on the way to the celestial city. And for Christian, too much sleep was bad. Christian has come to faith and, and after which he realizes a very important lesson as a young Christian, that life can be hard even after you get saved. Sometimes Christians think, oh, I've gotten saved. Everything's great. And then it seems like sometimes the bottom falls out and life gets really hard. And so we've, we found him uh, climbing this hill called Difficulty. And we pick up the story in the middle of it. Let me read a couple, couple lines here from the, from the story, Pilgrim's Progress. Now about the midway to the top of the hill, this hill of difficulty was a pleasant arbor made by the Lord of the hill for the refreshment of weary travelers. Therefore, Christian God, where also he sat down to rest him. Later on, he says, he at last fell into a slumber and thence into a fast sleep, which detained him in that place until it was almost night. And in his sleep, his roll fell out of his hand. The roll, if you remember correctly from the story, is the reminder of his faith. It's the assurance of his salvation. It's the call of God upon his life. And so as he's sleeping, it falls out. Now, as he was sleeping, there came one to him and awakened him saying, go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. So in this part of Pilgrim's Progress in the book, it's very interesting. There are 12 different times that sleep is mentioned and all of it is the foolishness of sleep 12 different times let me give you some of them he calls it his evil sleeping bewailing his sinful sleep a wretched man that i am that i should sleep in the daytime that i should sleep in the midst of difficulty that i should so indulge the flesh Again, this sinful sleep. Again, oh, that I had not slept. The vanity of his sleeping to remembrance. Later on, oh, that sinful sleep. And then he says again, because of my sinful sleep. And one verse is quoted in this section of the book. And that's from Proverbs 6. Proverbs 6, 6 through 10. That's going to be our passage tonight. Proverbs 6, 6 through 10. Go to the ant, O sluggard. Observe her ways and be wise which having no chief officer or ruler prepares her food in the summer and gathers her provision in the harvest. How long will you lie down, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep 
a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and your poverty will come like a vagabond and your need like an armed man. How do we avoid the dangers of sleep? I know we all want a good night of sleep, but there's also dangers to sleep. So we're going to see three things tonight. Number one is this. How do we avoid the danger of sleep? Number one is obey the command to observe. Obey the command to observe. Observe what? The ant. He says, I want you to learn from God's creation. Observe it. So go to the ant, O slugger, to observe the ant. Don't kill the ant. Don't complain about the ants. Don't call pest control because of the ants. Let's, let's look at the ant and let's learn some. There are so many lessons you and I can learn from nature around us. We can learn from the birds. We can learn from the grass. We can learn from the trees. We can learn from animal life. We can learn from insect life. There is so much to learn. And he says, listen up, O sluggard. Sluggard. That's a defi- here's a definition. A habitually lazy person. That's what a sluggard is. Habitually lazy person. Constantly needing to be prodded or, or reminded, okay? And then he says, observe her ways and be wise. So he says, I want you to study an ant. I want you to watch her. I want you to pay attention to how she lives, to what she does. And it's ant, singular. Just take a moment and watch an ant. And it says here, and be wise. In other words, this ant is a very wise teacher and you need to be a wise student because she can teach you And she could teach me a lot about life. Well, what do we learn? Verse 7 and 8. Having no chief officer or ruler, she prepares her food in the summer and gathers her provision in the harvest. She's completely self-disciplined. That's what an ant is. There's no supervision required for that ant. There's no boss barking out commands to that ant. There's no general giving orders to that ant. You want to be a really good employee? Get your work done without having to be asked to get it done. You want to be a really good employee? Work so hard your boss doesn't have to keep reminding you what you need to do. You want to be a really good employee? Be a self-starter and be self-disciplined. Watch a solitary ant just, just, just walking around busy. Have you ever seen an ant stop? No. They don't stop. They continue to move, continue to walk, continue to look, continue to continue, continue. It is amazing. They are constantly in motion. That's what an ant is. An ant is not lazy. An ant is someone and something that is constantly in motion. I want to encourage you to be constantly in motion as a good worker. Be a good worker wherever you work. And even if you're retired, if you're serving in some way, be a good worker. That's what this is all about. And and we see she's a self-starter. She's self-motivated. She's self-controlled. She's self-determined. Look at verse 8. She prepares her food in the summer, gathers her provision in the harvest. She's not waiting on others to do the work. She gets busy herself. She doesn't say, well, it's somebody else's responsibility. She goes ahead and does it. Proverbs 30, verse 25. The ants are not a strong people, but they prepare their food in the summer. Ants are always thinking ahead. They're always preparing for what's coming next. Be the ant. Be thinking. Be planning. Be preparing. 
Where am I going? What's coming next? How can I prepare for it? Look at your calendar. Think through what we need to do. Focused and determination. And then it says back to Proverbs 6, she gathers her provision in the harvest. So she's constantly looking. She's constantly scanning. She's constantly doing. So avoiding the danger of sleep, obey the command to observe, to go and watch the ant. Here's the second thing. Answer the question of how and when. Answer the question of how and when. Verse 9. How long will you lie down, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? How long? When are you going to learn this? What is it going to take? How long are you going to lie down? How long? Come on, let, let's get up. How many of you have teenagers when you try to get them ready for school? Okay. Is that easy or hard? So if you have teenagers at home right now, you can walk in there and say, when are you going to get up, oh, sluggard? <laughs> Those kids are hard to get out of bed. We've got a, home, we've got, we've got a homeschooler. No, we, we've got a, a, an exchange student from China, Tom, and he's great. But, but our first year, this is third year with us, our first year, I, the kid must have set three or four alarms. <laughs> it, just, it was difficult, but he's doing great now. Proverbs 26, 14. As the door turns on its hinges, so does the sluggard on his bed. Think about the imagery. Here's a door. As a door turns on its hinges, so does the sluggard on its bed. It just goes back and forth, back and forth. That's what a slugger does. He can't get out of bed. He's like a door on its hinges, just laying down, <laughs> just going back and forth and back and forth. Verse nine, how long will you lie down? Let's get some self-discipline here. Okay, let, let, let's not cater to the flesh Reminds me of the story of Jesus with his disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane. When he said, sit here and I'm going to go over there and pray. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and he was grieved and distressed. And he said, my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. He went a little beyond them, fell on his face and prayed. Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not as I will, but your will. Verse 40. And he came to his disciples and found them sleeping. Said Peter, so you men could not keep watch with me for one hour? Keep watching and praying that you may not, what? Enter into temptation. For the spirit is willing, the flesh is what? It's weak. The spirit's willing, the flesh is weak. And he says, you got to stay awake. You got to keep awake. You got to keep watching and you got to keep praying so that you don't fall into temptation. And then of course he went again and prayed and then he found them what? Sleeping for their eyes were heavy. And then he went again away and he came back to his disciples and he said, are you still what? Sleeping. One time, two times, three times. Oh sluggard. Come on, get up, get up, get up. Spoken with sorrow and sadness, oh sluggard. Spoken with disappointment, oh sluggard. And then it says this, when will you arise from your sleep? When is enough sleep enough sleep? When are you going to learn all this sleep is not necessarily helping you? When? Come on. Arise. Arise. And when are you going to learn? Sadly, some people who are lazy learn it too late because their lives crash. And lazy people are slow learners. Lazy people are slow learners, sadly. Winnie the Pooh said it this way, people say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not be like Winnie the Pooh. 
All right. Avoiding the dangerous sleep. Obey the command. Observe. Go. Watch. Uh, answer the question. How long and when? And then here's the third one. Respond to the warning. What's the warning? A little sleep can make a big mess. A little sleep can make a big mess. Little sleep, little slumber, little folding of the hands. Just a little. It's just a little. It's just a little break. Just a little rest. Just a little. What's wrong with a little break? A little very quickly be turns into a lot. And that's where you have to be self-disciplined and self-controlled. Because a little very quickly can turn into a lot. So exercise self-control. A little slumber, laziness, a little folding of the hands to rest. That does not mean prayer. <laughs> Just to let you know right there. And what does he say? Your poverty will come like a vagabond and your need like an armed man. You'll be pillaged by poverty. Lazy people are going to live wanting handouts. That's what's going to take place. Because they're not willing to work. And poverty is going to come upon them suddenly. And poverty is going to come upon them unexpectedly. Now, this does not mean that can't happen to good, hardworking people who lose jobs. Understand that, okay? But he's talking about the sluggard right here. All right? And your need, like an armed man, you'll be assaulted. There's this desperation that will happen in the life of a lazy person. Because all of a sudden... The bottom is going to drop out. It's kind of like that kid who's lazy and refused to study for the exam. And then all of a sudden it's the next day and he's cramming like crazy, but it's too late. And desperation has hit that kid and he's all scared and he's all nervous and he doesn't know if he's going to pass because he hasn't been studying. That's the desperation of a lazy person. They haven't been working hard. They haven't been setting aside money for the future. They haven't been saving. They haven't been thinking about how, uh, how bills could come about. So a refrigerator could break. A car could break. And they have not been thinking and preparing and planning. Be like the ant. Work hard. Set aside. Think of the future. And get busy each and every day. Amen? Let's pray. Lord God, we just thank you that we can learn lessons from an ant. Help us to be like ants. And help us to be very careful not to be lazy in this life. That we might honor you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.